What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Victoria, and I'd like to welcome you back to another episode of Real Talk with Miss V. This is where we're going to talk about faith, life, love, and everything in between. So wherever you're at right now, get comfortable and let's talk. What's up, everybody? It's your host, Victoria, and I'd love to welcome you back to another episode of Real Talk with Miss V. I trust you've all had a blessed week. I trust that you are ready for a new month. Praise God, it is almost November, which means in how many more days? In 11 more days. I will be able to start decorating for Christmas. Yes, I said it. I love, listen, every season I like to decorate spring, you know, a new set of flowers and and Thanksgiving, I do my orange and my, you know, my Thanksgiving theme. But Christmas is one of those, like, it's my favorite. It's my favorite to decorate. It's my favorite time of year. And now that I live in Ottawa, I love Christmas with snow like I don't remember the last time I had Christmas with snow and now I just oh I love it I love it I love it so anyway we're getting there we're getting closer the seasons are changing and I'm not trying to rush the process here I do enjoy fall it's my favorite season of all of them however I do love to decorate and to get like into that that Christmas spirit, you know, the giving spirit, the where we're just, you know, thinking of others. And yeah, it's just, it's one of my favorites. So anyway, not, not quite yet, but the day after Remembrance Day, just know your girl Miss V will be decorating for Christmas. Can I get an amen? Amen. All right. <laughs> anyway, today on Real Talk with Miss V, I want to kind of take a more I don't know if it's solemn or a serious approach, uh, but I want to talk today about a topic that you don't really hear a lot about. I guess like people just know about this, but they don't really talk about it a lot. You don't really hear a lot of preaching on it and you don't, I mean, not that I've seen, there's not a lot of podcasts about this topic. So it's one that is known to all. And when I say it, you're going to be like, oh yeah, of course. But today I just want to, I want to take a, a, a solemn approach, but also just a, a deeper look at this, this topic and just, just open up our minds and our understanding to the power that it holds. Okay, so buckle up, sit down, get comfy, make yourself a hot, a hot tea or a coffee or hot chocolate or whatever your drink of of choice is on this beautiful Monday morning or whenever you're listening. Uh, Let's just let's just talk. Let's have the conversation today. Today, I want to talk about prayer. I want to talk about prayer, the key to unlocking the impossible. Now, I know you're probably thinking, yeah, Miss V, I pray every day. I want I want to talk about the depths and the and the power that prayer has. So we're going to get we're going to get in today. Today I want to talk about prayer, one of the most powerful forces that God has given us. 
Prayer is the way in which we communicate with God and have a, a direct line to the throne of heaven when we utilize this amazing tool called prayer. I can't tell you how many times someone has messaged me and said, hey, Vicki, can you pray for me about, you know, this situation that I'm going through or, you know, Victoria, I really need prayer regarding this or that or, you know, please pray for me, sis, pray for me. And I'm happy to pray for those needs. I'm happy to pray for the needs of others. But today, I want you to know, and I'm, I'm reminding myself that we, not just me, and not just you, but we have the power to pray over situations, and we have the ability to pray for our own needs and the needs of others. So when people come to me and they say, oh, can you pray for me? Yes, I'm happy to, to bind together with you in prayer but you also, and, and usually when I get that, you know, can you pray for me? It's, it's from friends or people that, that feel that maybe they can't go to God themselves. And that's not always the case. Sometimes you, you have people who believe and they just are looking for someone to agree with them in prayer. And that's important. But I'm talking about people that come to me and, you know, they feel as if their prayers won't be heard or that they can't just go to God themselves. And I'm, I'm talking to you today you have the ability to go to God in prayer. And when you pray, He hears you. He hears your prayers. He hears my prayers. And our prayers have the ability to unlock the impossible. So come along this journey with me today, okay? Praise God. The Bible instructs, can't talk today either. <laughs> the Bible instructs us in 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18, it says, Rejoice evermore, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Rejoice evermore and pray without ceasing. That's the, that's the part of that verse I want to focus on here. Pray without ceasing. That means do not stop praying. Okay, now that doesn't mean you walk around all day saying, thank you, Jesus. Jesus, we need you. Hallelujah, Jesus, all day, all day, all day, all day. No, you do have other conversation. That's not what pray without ceasing means, in my opinion. But what I think it means is if you've been asking God to meet a need, you've been asking for so long, do not stop asking. If you've been praying and believing for a miracle and you haven't seen it yet, do not stop asking. Do not stop praying. I believe that prayer, that pray without ceasing simply means to stay in a continual state of prayer, to stay in communication with God, to keep those lines of communication open. So you talk to Him, but you also allow Him to speak to you. And whether that be through the preached word or reading the Word of God, or through someone that He uses as a vessel to speak into your life and to speak to that situation. Pray without ceasing. He wants to hear from you. I was just having this conversation with a friend. God desires to hear from us. Just like as a parent, you know, when your kid is going through something, you want them to come to you. You would rather them come to you than go to their friends or go to someone else that maybe doesn't know them as well as, as, as you do. You know, and our Heavenly Father, <laughs> He knows us better than anybody else. 
He knows you. Yes, you, the listener. He knows you better than, better than you know yourself, but better than anyone else knows you. And so when we have a need, when we have a situation, he wants to be the first one we go to. He wants to be the one that we call on in that time of need. He wants to be the first thought on our minds when we wake up and the last thought before we go to bed. Pray without ceasing. 1 John 5 and 14 in the King James Version says, And this is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He heareth us. We have hope today. Okay, where my where my listeners at? We have hope today that what we ask according to his will, he hears us and he answers us. Praise God. God wants to answer our prayers and he wants to meet every single need. But we have to remember that it's according to his perfect will. We can't ask God to bless our mess. <laughs> Praise God. Anybody out there? Anybody hear me out there? We can't ask God to bless our mess. It has to be according to his perfect will. And sometimes when we pray and we hear, you know, no as the answer, just trust that that no is for our benefit. I'm saying our because I'm talking to myself today as well. This is not just for you. This is for me. But that no is sometimes for our protection. You see, he knows, God knows the end from the beginning, and he knows what good or what destruction may come from answering that prayer. See, we don't see the end. We just see the the immediate, and we want God to do this now, and we want God to answer this today or sometimes even yesterday, (laughs) praise God. But he sees the end from the beginning. And so his no is, is not necessarily him, you know, turning away from us or not answering our prayer, but that's for our protection. I believe every no I receive from God is for my protection. For years, I had prayed certain prayers and I had asked God for certain things and, and either he closed the door or told me to wait or just a flat out no. <laughs> And I'm not sure, like, I'm not sure if you're one of those people who loves to hear the word no, (laughs) but I'm not, okay? I love a good resounding yes (laughs) and amen, okay? I love when the Lord gives his, his blessing and his stamp of approval. But I've learned over the years that that no, hmm, as much as I don't love to hear it, it's for my good. There's a song that says, all things are working for my good. Here's why. Because he's intentional. We serve an intentional God. And he's not going to put his stamp of approval on something that's going to harm us. Amen? Amen. Praise God. So imagine when I would think that what I thought I needed or wanted and God would say, no, that's not it. The amount of times I felt like God was either punishing me or just didn't want to answer my prayers. But that was so far from the truth. And if that's where you find yourself today, thinking God has forgotten you or forsaken you or is punishing you for something you've done in the past, that's not the God we serve. That's not the God I'm talking about today. 
Just trust that when he says no, it's for your good. We have to have confidence that when we ask according to his will, he hears us. Praise God. Verse 15 goes on to say, if we know and if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. So in conclusion, it's, it's just keep asking, keep seeking, keep knocking, keep going to him, keep bringing that need to him. He doesn't get tired of hearing your needs. He doesn't get tired of hearing from his children. And I mean, l- let me, you know, in my human self, when my daughter was little and she'd, mommy, can I? She'd ask me, you know, over and over again, mommy, can I? Mommy, can I? Mommy, can I? And I would get to the point where I'd be like, Jalen, <laughs> okay, like, stop asking me. <laughs> Okay, enough. Yes, fine. Go ahead. But that's not how our God is. He doesn't get to that point of, okay, stop asking me. He says, keep asking. Keep knocking. Keep seeking. Wow. You know, during the pandemic, and I, I, I don't even like to use that word, pandemic. I'm so sick of it. I am sick of it. But anyway, during that time, which was crazy, Um, The Lord had revealed this verse to me, and I can recall hearing it so many times. But for the first time, it really came alive to me. It's 2 Chronicles 7 and 14, and you probably know it. But it says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. See, there's layers to this prayer thing. (laughs) There's layers to unlocking those miracles and unlocking the impossible. First comes humility, humble themselves, recognizing that God is sovereign and we are not. Then we're called to pray and to seek his face, not just telling God what we need, but also seeking his face and his presence. And then he says to turn from your wicked ways. And I don't care how long you've been serving God. I don't care how good you might think you are. (laughs) I don't care if you were born on a pew or you can quote every verse in the Bible. We all have a wicked and sinful nature. The Bible says all have sinned and fall short of God's glory. So we all have that, that wicked and sinful nature that is within us. And if we're not careful, it can rise up and take precedence over our godly nature. And so the scripture is telling us to turn. Don't look that way. Don't go back. <laughs> turn from our wicked ways. And I don't, I don't have the time today to list every wicked way that is in man. But something like holding bitterness or envy in your heart towards someone, that, that's, that's a wicked way that we need to turn away from. Or a lying tongue, backstabbing, lust, greed, and everything else that this world is so entangled with. He says we need to turn away from that. And then, and he even says, and then he would hear us from heaven and heal our land. I told you we were having a solemn talk today. I mean, I love, I love to laugh and I love to joke, but this, this word is, is heavy on my heart today. 
I think we can all safely say that our world needs healing. Our world needs a savior. And we have the tool that gives us access to him. It's prayer. (laughs) It's prayer and it's free. It doesn't cost us anything. Praise God. Who doesn't love something that's free? (laughs) Prayer is so powerful and I want us to unlock its power today. You know, the Bible makes mention of prayer or supplication roughly 693 times. And I don't know all the verses off by heart. I cannot list them all. But I want to encourage us today to unlock a new level of prayer in our lives. It might seem like a simple thing. And honestly, I tell everyone about it because I just, I love it. But every night before bed, my wonderful husband, he grabs my hand. Even sometimes I'm like, ugh. I just, I just want to go to bed. <laughs> I'm just tired. He'll grab my hand and he says a prayer every night, every single night before bed. Even on our honeymoon, he did this. Like this man, every single night before bed, he prays. He prays over our home. He prays over our family. He prays over a different family each night that we are connected to. He prays for others He thanks God for keeping us through the day and so on and so forth. And and sometimes we're so tired that, you know, we might doze off halfway through and wake back up and pick back up in prayer. But since we've been married, I can count maybe two times where he hasn't prayed at night before bed. And I can honestly say that both of those times, it took me longer to fall asleep. Now, I'm not saying that to hype up my husband. I'm saying that because we need prayer. Prayer brings peace. Prayer covers us in the day-to-day. We need prayer. You need a prayer life. I need a prayer life. And as crazy as this world is becoming, you will want to have that prayer life. You will want to have a foundation of prayer to keep you from all that is to come. And to keep your mind strong and and fixed on Jesus. When distractions come, pray. When the enemy comes in like a flood, pray. Before you eat that delicious meal, pray. (laughs) If you're in a new relationship and prayer is not evident, please run. Run the other way. If you can't pray with with your your girlfriend, your boo thing, your, your, your honey buns, whatever. Oh, not honey buns, sorry. <laughs> if you can't pray, that's for the married folk. If you can't pray with your, your person who you're considering marriage with, run. That, that's, a, that's a red, you know, you know that, that, that theme that's going around right now with all the red flags? That's a red flag for me. I could never have seen myself marrying someone if they didn't have a prayer life. I'm not saying it has to be perfect. I'm not saying they have to, I'm not saying they have to, you know, pray like a monk or or be, you know, the best at at prayer. I'm just saying they gotta, they gotta be able to touch heaven if we need it. They gotta be able to, to call on God on your behalf. Someone that knows how to talk to Jesus. But also you need to be that person. And I need to be that person. I I remember Andrew saying to his family, you know, she knows how to pray. And I'm like, that's just, that's just part of my everyday life. 
it's not something that I put on my resume to like try to get him, you know, to like me. (laughs) It was just part of my everyday life. And so when there was a need, when he was, you know, sick in body, my first reaction was to pray. Yes, internally I felt scared and, and worried, but my my first reaction was to pray. It's the only solution. So I say all that to say, let's take inventory. And I say let's because I'm in the same boat with you. Let's take inventory of our prayer life and unlock a new dimension. I'm telling you, prayer is so powerful. It's one of the most powerful tools that God has given us. If you're wanting to unlock the impossible and unleash the miraculous, did I say that right? Unleash? Sometimes I have a lisp. Forgive me. Unleash the miraculous in your life. It's going to take prayer. It's going to take prayer, and it's going to take intentional prayer. It's going to take being specific with God. It's going to take talking to Him day and night, bringing it back to Him. If months go by, bring it back. Lord, hey, it's me again, standing in the need. (laughs) Standing in the need. He doesn't get tired of hearing from us. So keep praying. Keep knocking. Keep asking. Keep seeking. He stands at the door. He's ready. He's, he is waiting to hear from you. And don't feel bad if your prayer life has gone kind of to the, to the side, because life happens and sometimes we get caught up and we get busy and we get, you know what I mean? That does happen. If that has happened to you, it's okay. Just pick back up where you left off. Pick back up the prayer mantle and just give it over to Jesus. So let's close in prayer because, I mean, (laughs) can't talk about prayer and not finish with prayer, right? So let's take a minute and just talk to Jesus. Lord, we love you. We thank you. We acknowledge you for who you are. We honor you, Lord. We honor your presence in this place right now. Wherever we're at, God, you see us. And your presence is heaven to us, Lord. We thank you for the tool, for this force of prayer that you have allowed us to have open communication with you. You've allowed us to have a direct line to the throne of heaven. And so, God, I ask that you would hear our prayer today, hear our supplications, Lord. Hear our hearts cry, the things that we don't even say out loud, God. Hear those prayers today. Be mindful, O God, of our needs today. And answer them, I pray, according to your will. For those that are struggling this morning or whenever they're listening to this, God, I pray that you would hear their hearts cry. Hear their hearts cry, God. Hear their prayer and answer it according to your will. Give us peace in in the in-between, God. While we're waiting, give us peace, Lord. While we're waiting on the answer, Lord, give us assurance that you are in control. And that you do hear us. You hear every prayer. You see every tear. You're never far from us, God. Thank you that we just have to say your name and you're right there. Thank you that we just have to speak the wonderful name of Jesus and you are right there. Lord, we thank you and we praise you. 
Be with us today, God. Be with us this week, Lord. Walk with us, talk with us, lead us, and guide us. In your mighty name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Have a blessed day, everyone. Take some time in prayer today. Pray for your neighbors. Pray for your teacher. Pray for your colleagues. Pray for your spouse. Pray for your spouse-to-be. Pray over your children. Pray for your pastor and his family. Pray for your church family. Pray for yourself. But don't forget, we have someone we can go to in the time of need. God bless you. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in to Real Talk with Miss V. Let's stay connected. Follow, subscribe, share, tell your mama, tell your daddy. Tune in every week for another word with Miss V. I hope you have a blessed day.